to the IMDb Journey podcast, where not only do we break down one film from the IMDb Top 250, but we also do a wide variety of other things, including trivia games, drafts, and other movie games, and what else we've been watching, which is everything we're going to do today. Also, Pod v Pod! Might do that one again. Surely after like, you know, 10 or so of these, you would have figured out what to say. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just wing it every time and every time I just forget the main stuff I feel. You say like everything within the Pod V Pod. We do movie trivia, uh, we do movie games, we do movie battles. Which do- is also called Pod V Pod. <laughs> <laughs> and today I'm joined by my usual co-host, Hendo. Hendo, how are you going? Very well today, mate. That very is well. very good to hear. It's nice weather out there. It's not. It wasn't this morning, I must tell you. It was... Uh, Quite dark and dank this morning. I made an effort this morning to get up at 6.30 on my day off to take the dog out, and it was pissing down. I was unimpressed. Did you actually go out? No, of course not. The last two times I've been out, though, I've been hailed on, so (laughs) I I just... Yeah, no joke. Have you... Like, when was the last time you got hailed on? I don't think I've had hail here in general, like, for a while. Oh, really? No, I, I was walking. I was 10, 15 minutes walk away from home, and it started hailing on me. Wow. It was, lucky. It, was, it was cold. I felt bad for the dog. The dog was trying to walk behind me to get cover. I was like, <laughs> fuck off. You, sh- you should be covering me. <laughs> uh, happy Easter to you too, mate. Happy Easter to you. What yeah. a uh, celebration of Jesus that was. Uh, what did we do? Had family stuff, you know, family came over, which was interesting as always. Yeah, we had a nice little Easter egg hunt for the kids. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, it's love, all about the kids. Love, it, it is about the kids. My kids, they're, they're funny kids. Like, with me, I feel like once I got my chocolate, I would just eat it until it was out. These kids, they have, like, a couple little eggs a day. They are going to have this chocolate wow. going for a very, very long time, which is bad news for me and Britt because we just eat it. Like, they go to bed, oh, what's this little chocolate in the fridge? <laughs> they're going to be good with our money management when they're older, hopefully. Well, that's the uh, that's the plan. They've got to take care of us somehow. Yes, I did uh, stipulate very uh, messily <laughs> earlier what else we'd be doing today, but Hendo, why don't you clean that up a bit for us? What are we doing today? Well, today is our Pod V Pod 18, and we've got Jay Ledbetter and Ryan McQuaid from In Session Film on to take us on. It's going to be a good battle here. They, they know their movie trivia, I tell you that. Yes, they do. I'm really looking forward to these two guys. There are... Yeah, who knows? We might meet our match. And then after that, we're going to be looking at the answers that you, the listeners, have given to our question of the week, which is, what is your favourite Batman film? Nadine, we know you are a big Batman lover. Was this a, a hard list to sort out? No, thankfully, I have it very clear in my head where I rank every Batman film, so... I imagine you got that on your wall and you updated daily. Of course, of course. Updated daily. Yeah. Today, I'm liking <laughs> uh, Batman and Two-Face. Batman and Two-Face. Nice. Nice call. Thank you. And then after that, we'll be taking a look at the results of the best 1960s film tournament, Final Four. Both matches were closer than I thought, to be honest. And one with a relatively surprising result for me personally. And then after that, we're going to be talking about what else we've been watching, including Dean's massive list of films that he's been watching recently. Thank you, thank you. But seriously, we're talking about my massive list of films that I've been watching because I've got this movie challenge going with Paul. Yes, you do. Yeah, when I was listening to the uh, latest episode of The Countdown, I heard something quite peculiar because you've been telling me week in, week out that you've been uh, leading this race, but I don't know. I think uh, Paul's got other plans. Well, let's take a look at the letterbox numbers. It's a race. It's a race. I'm winning. I'm winning. 
And based off these letterbox numbers where you can log your film so that the other person can see how the status is going, I am at 190 and Paul is at 166. Now, you would look at that and think, okay, even if he hasn't logged a couple, he's, you know, he, I know he is behind in his you know, movie logging. You'd think that's a reasonably comfortable gap where I can maybe just take a, take a step back. Just Is that out. what you've been doing, taking it a bit easy lately? I have been taking it a bit easy because I'm thinking, oh, maybe I'm up by like 10. Maybe I'm up by like 10. But then I, I heard the same thing you did. Let's have a listen to that. I have logged 162, but my actual number tonight, I'll be watching my 200th film. Oh, my God. What did you call this? Sandbagging? <laughs> they call it sandbagging. <laughs> I call it not having time to write all these oh, okay. damn reviews. Okay. 200. How? Paul, there's, there's got to be some rules to this, Endo. I, I know. Like, we, we, we were joking about sandbagging. It legitimately is. <laughs> and, Paul, you know what sandbagging means. Let's hear this. But I'm a long way behind in terms of my reviewing. And it's not sandbagging, as the boys have accused me of. It's just I haven't had time. Because every time I want to write a review, I'm like, well, I could do that. Or I could watch another movie. What's sandbagging mean? It's like when I'm deliberately making it look like I'm doing badly, but I'm oh, accumulating them. Oh, I see. Yeah. Now, Paul, we gotta have we gotta have something here because if I don't know exactly where you're at and you know exactly where I'm at at all times, uh, I don't know I don't know what to do here. So, Paul, uh, I reckon you take a, a day off and log in all your reviews. If, I know you say you want to put in, uh, you want to make sure you do some solid reviews for yeah, them. Like, well, you can you can just you can log them without putting a review in. You can go back and put the review in. Yeah, or just take a chill pill, just take a take a day off some movie watching and put in all your reviews. Keep me up to date, mate, because uh. You're sandbagging me, you bastard. <laughs> no, nah, but in all seriousness, you are up by roughly 10, I'd say 12 by now. So well done to you, mate. And now that I know the official numbers, I'm coming for you, mate. <laughs> Lift your game, Hendo. Okay, we're going to take a quick break here, give you a couple of promos from some other awesome podcasts out there. And we'll be back on the other side with Pod V Pod 18. I'm Nick. And I'm Justin, and we can't believe it's already time for the 2019 live stream for The Cure. Thanks to our amazing peers, listeners, and supporters. Last year, we crushed our goal of $5,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. The Cancer Research Institute is funding research into immunotherapy to create a future immune to all forms of cancer. Every single cent we raise goes to them. And they're also rated over 92% on CharityNavigator.org. This year, we're aiming our sights even higher with our most ambitious event to date. Join us May 17th through the 19th on twitch.tv slash epicfilmguys for 40 hours of live content from us and other amazing shows who will join us to try to reach $7,500. Please visit www.livestreamforthecure for more information or to find out how you can be a part of the event. Together, we can make a difference. Hello everyone, this is JD from the In Session Film Podcast. Each week we review the latest from Hollywood, California. Well, yes, Brendan. We also give top three lists. Okay, yeah. Thanks again, Brendan. Additionally, you can hear us talk other movie news, trailers, varying movie series, or other interesting film-related topics, and even rants and raves of the week. That's correct, Brendan. On top of our main show, every Friday... You can also hear our extra film podcasts. Good job, Brendan. Thank you, JD. It's my goal to make you proud. You're the father after all. <laughs> yes, and I'm very proud. Uh, you can listen to the In Session Film podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or at InSessionFilm.com. Brendan, will you please let me complete just one? Nope. Oh, for heaven's sake. Listen to the In Session Film podcast every Monday and Friday. Subscribe today and hear me verbally beat JD like a Cherokee drum. 
No, 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 no. That's not kidding? how this works, sir. Hey, no, you, you, no, no, you no. go cry at Midnight Special again, oh, okay? That's oh, what you're I good will. for. I will. You know what? And I'll do it while pummeling you. I'll do both at the same time. How are you going to pummel me? Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't buy it. Just... All right. It's time for Pod V Pod 18, where we have some of your favorite podcasters on for a variety of different movie games. And this week, we've got a half a rematch here, Dean. Half a rematch? Yeah. We've got Mr. Jay Lairbetter. He is back, I'm and back. he's back with Mr. Ryan McQuaid from In Session Film. Guys, welcome back to the show. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah, it's. Uh, I was obviously here before with my former podcast, John Mark. I apologize for just straight up abandoning you for uh, a podcast that allowed me to have less responsibility. So here I am uh, with with my man Ryan now. Uh, really appreciate having us with on, your guys. upgrade. Yeah, thank you. Thank you guys for having us on. Hopefully, be, by coming on this show, that doesn't mean that Jay will abandon me in about three to six months. Uh, Oh, that's actually yeah. true. It might be a bad omen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll start packing my bags. Kiss, over kiss here. of death. Sorry, JD. All right. So for anyone out there who hasn't heard of In Session Film, first off, what is going on with you? Make sure you go and check out In Session Film for sure. Why don't you guys tell us about what you guys do on the show? So we are uh, we're the host of the Extra Film segment, which is a show that comes out every Friday, and uh, we cover the kind of the smaller movies. So. On the main show with JD and Brendan, you'll so get looking the... looking uh, forward to doing Endgame, yes, are you? exactly. We get the little indies like Endgame. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so you'll get Endgame on the main show, and then we'll cover something weird like High Life. And uh, what else? Oh, we covered Hellboy last week, because not because it was a small movie, but just because it was the leftover movie that the guys didn't cover on the main show. So sometimes you get big ones like that. Because its ratings you, were so small. Uh, yes, exactly. But... Um, some, sometimes it's the little indie movies, and uh, sometimes it's just the leftover big ones. But uh, yeah, it's a, we have a lot of fun with it. Um, yeah, it's a blast. Yeah, and, and I, along with doing Extra Film with Jay, I also do our Oscar podcast, which is Chasing the Gold. And I uh, usually have a couple guests on there, and we talk about the, the Oscar race as it's going on. Uh, we aren't really doing any right now because it's kind of the the down season for that uh but you know usually that will pick up and maybe with can coming around the corner and then of course once the summer is done uh we'll do kind of a status update on all that but that's always been a lot of fun but yeah doing those smaller films and um sometimes we'll do retrospectives like what we did a couple weeks ago with pet cemetery that was a leftover film and we actually went back into the 1989 version as well and compared and contrast those. And that was a lot of fun. And so, yeah, it's it's uh, a, a different kind of show, I think, from the main show, even though it's kind of got the same spirit and heart to it. Uh, we, we kind of advocate that we have the best show on the network and uh now that jd's hearing that he's probably gonna fire both of us but that's okay you know it, it's, well, it's it's, it's I, the I like truth to think the, we, we try to say the I like truth to think a the, lot on our show you know right? the biggest difference between the main show and our show i think is that uh way less people listen uh which, which is really something that we love it frees you guys right up yeah absolutely unchained Oh, fantastic. Now, I, I listen to you guys every week. Well, I listen to the ones where I've actually seen the film and then I go back and catch up on uh, your reviews after I've seen the film and you're always very informative. I, I kind of envy you guys and how um, articulate articulate you guys are compared to us. <laughs> I just, I just butcher a word. <laughs> yeah, we're still working on Hendo over here. We can, we can thank JD for that because he edits the hell out of all those episodes. <laughs> yeah, there's usually a lot of JD. uhs and ahs and uh, and like a lot of mes- mistakes on our end. So. Oh, so we're quite similar then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We just have a great yeah, editor. JD encourages, JD encourages uh, repeating yourself rather than babbling on and not making any sense. So uh, he, he does a hell of a job editing. Yes. Excellent. All right, guys, if you're ready to go, we will get into it. Let's start off with our standard movie quiz. Pop quiz, asshole. Five questions, one point per guess, one point per correct guess, I should say. All right, 
Let's get into it. We'll ask you guys the first question. Who wants to go first? I will go first. All right, Jay. Here we go. First category is rom-coms. Okay. Who stars as Amy Schumer's sister in Trainwreck? Oh, uh, uh, Captain Marvel herself, Brie Larson. Snap. That was really quick. Good, good job there. <laughs> Thank you. Oh boy, Jay. We're in trouble. I actually, uh, I, I, I feel like a lot of people don't like that movie. I actually think that movie is pretty good. I like it. I don't mind it. It's not bad. I have not seen it. I literally saw a clip for it the other day while I was flipping through channels. It was the moment where they were hugging each other. And I was like, oh, yeah, she's in that movie. So either way, we would have got that question right. Just saying. There you go. Dream, dream team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I'll take the first one here. Okay. And I will ask. Uh, what 90s soundtrack is the best-selling soundtrack of all time? Hmm. I will say The Bodyguard. Oh, very nice. Dang, I thought yes. we were going to get you with that one. That's a good well, one. Nice. That's a good one. I was, I was flipping a coin there between Bodyguard and Lion King, but I, yeah, I think yeah, uh, yeah, Whitney Houston yeah. Yeah, definitely took that one. I'm impressed. Good work. Thank you. All right, Ryan, you're up. Dean, all right. ask it. The category is directors. Mm. Who directed you, me, and Dupree. That would be Anthony and Joe Russo. Wow. Here we go. <laughs> well done. That is obviously correct. I'm really glad Jeez. I went I'm really glad I went first because that would uh that would have been a an X on that one if I had been there. So way to go, Ryan. Yeah, that was their only credit plus television, and then they got to do a little film called Winter Soldier. So Wow, okay. Yep. I'm I'm sweating a bit now. <laughs> At least you've already gotten one right. The pressure's really on now. <laughs> he brought somebody that has way too much time on his hands. Thanks, Jay. <laughs> All right. Uh, our, the next question that we have for you guys is uh, name five actors who have appeared in both the MCU and the Star Wars universe. Five actors, you say? Mm-hmm. Yep. There's plenty more than yeah, that. Yeah, there's plenty but more, five. but just name five. Okay. This may take some time. Okay. Well, we've got nothing but it. I'm turning over the hourglass now. All right. Okay. Yeah. We will. Uh, Ryan or Ryan and I are going to make sure there's no dead air. Mm-hmm. Um, How about Paul Bettany? Yep. Check. Yeah, that's not as one. Hmm. And uh, really happy to be here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go. Natalie Portman. Correct. Two. That's two. It's always nice to be invited on podcasts, isn't it, Jay? <laughs> it's really nice. Um, always been a big fan of the show. Um, me too. Me too. These guys really, yeah, they're they're really great. I like their accents. It's really enjoyable to listen to. Let's uh, go, Samuel L. Jackson. There That's you number go. Three. three. Yes. You're doing well. Anytime I do a voice like this, it's like Tiger Woods coming up a part. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, um, Reservoir Dog, soothing sounds of the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. He doing well. Yep, I'm, ju- I'm just thinking. He he has to. It's taking a while because he has to type very quietly <laughs> on his keyboard. It's taking a while because I'm so entertained by your commentary. <laughs> Every time you speak, I stop thinking. <laughs> Here's a pause. I'm just going through the uh, the prequels first in my mind. Episode one, episode two, it's on episode that. three. Oh, oh yeah, there's that rogue one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm yep. Could even go, could even go Clone Wars if you wanted to. Yeah, I, for, I forgot about Rogue One. Who's in Rogue One? Mm. Mm. There is. There are multiple from Rogue One. Multiples from Rogue One. Or okay. are there? You'll never <laughs> know unless you answer the question. Welcome to the longest episode <laughs> of. Shut <Final> up. <laughs> I cannot think. 
Uh, all this silence will disappear, believe me. Come on, Dean. We got time. I read emailing my boss now. Not going to be at work tomorrow. (laughs) Sorry, podcast took too long. Thank you guys for this for such a question here. Pick five people out of uh, what twenty films. I mean, I mean, five no. people. It's a shame it wasn't three. I'm looking at, I'm looking at some obvious ones. Obvious. Right now. See, that's like, that's like, what annoys me. These are pretty obvious. Like I'm like, come on, <laughs> come on. Hold on, hold on. Hey Jay, What's just up? letting you know, I'm gonna go and um, refund my Avengers tickets uh, because we're gonna be here a while. Yep. Okay. That sounds good. That's fair. I'll be seeing it next month. You can sell them for $10,000 on eBay, apparently. Oh, so, you buy it? Yeah, that's um, ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Uh, ben Mendelsohn. That is four. Yep. One more to okay, go. Okay. One I'm more to go. Dean. I can do this. <laughs> Sing of these we can't do all this and get it wrong. Use the voice, uh, Luke. Is this like... Um, is this like chess where you have a total of two hours no matter how many moves you make <laughs> on the trivia game? <laughs> Should get a shot clock in. Yep. Oh, oh. I've got it. Um, uh, uh, what's his name? Mads. Mads. Mads Mickelson. Very good. Mads that Mickelson is, is correct. Yeah! You have also it. gone with Andy Serkis, Lupita Nyong'o, Donald Glover, Richard Armitage, uh, Forrest Whitaker, Bellissimo del Toro, Samuel L. Jackson, John Favreau. They got I Sam said Jackson. Sam Jackson. <laughs> oh, they got Sam oh, okay. Jackson. They got Sam Well, Jack. it's been a, it's it. The answer took so long. I, I totally forgot that you said that. <laughs> well, after so, after some quick editing here, Dean, in, impressive uh, five second answer. There. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Okay, that was fun. No, good job. Good, good job. Yeah, good, good job. job. All right, Jay, back to you. We've got right. a category of drama here. What mm-hmm. 2017 film follows a single man raising his child prodigy niece as a normal kid, but is drawn into a custody battle with his mother? Oh my God, Ryan, is this obvious? Mm, no, but I think I know where they're going with their theme. Um, okay, repeat the question, please. What 2017 film follows a single mm-hmm. man raising his child prodigy niece as a normal kid, but is drawn into a custody battle with his mother? Oh man. Oh, oh! Mm-hmm. Come on, Jay. <laughs> oh, take your time, though. Is it the movie I'm thinking of that I didn't I, see? I think so. That I can't remember the name of either. Oh, I know it. Oh, it's the. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say you can you can eliminate me altogether if this is wrong. But is it a Chris Evans movie? I uh, I will not confirm so, or deny. Sorry, we said the category it's a Chris was Evans drama. Movie. <laughs> And the name is oh my god! What is that name? Oh, it's sitting right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah. mm-hmm. Come on, Jay. It's one word. It's it's one word. It's one word. Can you can you uh, speed this up a bit, mate? I'll go, I'll go <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. I'm just gonna. Oh god, I think this is wrong. Is it called Lucky? Oh. How ironic. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's called Gifted. Damn it. Damn it. Ah, All right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. You were right, though, Jay, on all accords, except with the answer, of course, that you gave. Yep. 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 And yes, as you did figure it out, all of our questions are centered around something to do with Avengers. Close, uh, yeah. Close is only uh, worth anything in horseshoes and hand grenades, as they say. (laughs) But uh, moving on to question three for y'all. All um, All right. 
what were the three Roald Dahl adaptations released in the 1990s? Okay. I'll say... Or I guess in Australia, that would be like the... What did you get those in like the 2010s, yeah, I like think? Yeah, like last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, release dates are ridiculous here. Uh, I'll say The Witches is one. That is one. Hmm. That was also the one I thought you wouldn't get, so... We are into Ooh. It. Not off to a great start. Uh, see, I don't know if this was the 90s. I, I've got a film. I can't, I can't remember if it was 90s or 2000s. I'll leave it for now. I'm just trying to think of Roald Dahl books. Hmm. I only get three guesses, don't I? Mm-hmm. You do. If you miss one, you're done. I just realized we have way too many questions that are lists. <laughs> answers. So apologies for that. Uh, I'm just going to go with the one I was thinking of because I can't think of any at the moment. James and the Giant Peach. That is the 90s. You got cool. one more. Ugh. Man, it's not fantastic, Mr. Fox. That was 2000s. I've got another film. I don't even know if it's a film. I know it's a book. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's a film. <laughs> I know it's a book. That's all I know. Jeez, you guys are bringing it today, I'll tell you. Hey, we're tied right now. You have a chance to take the lead here. I can only think of one Don't book. squander the lead. <laughs> I'm going to... Uh, the, the twits. The what? No. <sighs> the last one is Matilda. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Wow, of course, mm-hmm. yeah. Don't give me a what, Dean. The Twits is a book. The Twits? <laughs> I've, I've never heard of that movie. <laughs> I didn't know if it was a movie. I know what it's a Roald Dahl book. stupid answer. <laughs> <laughs> How did you not get Matilda? Come on. They're falling, up, they're falling apart. Yes. Uh, not on. Can we do that like three times an episode? <laughs> All right. So All right, we're Ryan. still tied. Two Sal- apiece. Salvage this. Okay, in the category of biopics or biopics, depending on how you want to say it, in Oliver Stone's biopic, W, Josh Brolin starred as President George W. Bush, who played First Lady Laura Bush. Elizabeth Banks. That is correct. Very good. Ryan's on one today. You should have asked for name three other actors in that movie. (laughs) Oh, just wait for your question. Okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did tell you I am the Oscars expert over at In Session Film. So I had to throw in an Oscar. I'm going to go question. watch Infinity War while you try and figure out this question. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> Amy Adams has been nominated for six Academy Awards and has never won. Name five of the six films she has been nominated for. Wow. Five. Come on. I could have got this, I think. Arrival, American Hustle, uh, the the Fighter. Uh, I'm actually, we can go ahead and cut it off yeah, we because can remarkably she did not get nominated for Arrival. For arrival. Oh. oh, well. You blew it on the first yeah. one. That's, yeah. uh, all right, I think we saved yeah. everyone a lot of time here. So. <laughs> she has <laughs> yep, been yep, uh, yep, yep. nominated for Arrival. Yeah, it was the biggest snub no, probably was, of that yeah. year. Uh, she has been nominated for yeah. Vice, American Hustle, The Master, The Fighter, Doubt in Junebug. Okay. No Oscar. Right. Alright, collab question. Alright, let's do this, yep, Jay. You guys get this right. You've uh you've got it. Disaster movies is your last question. Ooh. Alright. In the 90s disaster film Volcano, what MCU star plays Tommy Lee Jones' associate, Emmett Reese? Oh, oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> um Volcano. <laughs> which is definitely a movie for sure. So I've heard. Um, boy. I mean, really, do you have any idea, Ryan? <sighs> I, mean, I mean, the only thing I'm leaning on is the age of the actors. 
And so it could be, I guess it could be I mean, <coughs> Tom Holland. Sam Jack Ruffalo could be Rudd. Could be ooh, oh, 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 I think I know. I think I know. Okay, go me? for it. I trust you. Is it Don Cheadle? Uh, yeah. It's Don Cheadle. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. I had to oh. Oh, boy. Ryan, but you just said. It was a sang. total guess. It was a total guess. Oh, Annihilation, man. Ryan. That was amazing. Yeah, it was just process of elimination there in my head. I was just looking at all of the names on our board here for <laughs> our Avengers. I was like, no way. <laughs> no way it's that. No, Look, no. The, the, M- the MCU theme did tip the scales in our favor a little bit. All right. For shits and, gi- for shits and giggles, we'll take the last question. Yes, we will. All right. Okay. Uh, final question. Uh, how many films have Tim Burton and Johnny Depp collaborated on? All right. So... Edward... Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands. Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd, of course. What else? (laughs) (laughs) Surely there's something else. Surely five. (laughs) Did you say Sleepy Hollow? No, Sleepy. Oh no, I didn't. Is that his? I don't think it is. Is it? No idea. It looks like it. Does has Johnny Depp in it? So there's probably we're forgetting one or two. So I would probably say six. (laughs) Okay. Uh, uh, Is is he in Big Fish? No. Nothing else. Oh, I'm happy with six. I think it's five or six. Mainly because we've taken forever on the other ones and we've lost, so yeah. let's take six. Uh, we'll go six. That, that is true. All yeah. right, the answer is eight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they are Edward, Edward Scissorhands, Alice in Wonderland, Dark oh, Shadows, which is one that <sighs> nobody saw. So, yeah, it doesn't um, exist. Barely counts. Uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Sleepy Hollow, Sweeney Todd, and mm. one that probably no one would have gotten is Corpse Bride, the animated feature. So... Uh, yeah, really, eight. really setting us Thank up to you fail. for the for the Thank win. you for these questions, though. <laughs> They're good. We worked hard on the questions, yeah. and we just wanted to spend a lot of time with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> that was the goal. That was the goal. Mission accomplished. Yep, your goal is to win. You've done well. Very good. First game over, you guys won four to three. Four to two. Four to two. Four to two. Yeah. Four to two. Yeah, Jay screwed yeah. up gifted. Otherwise, it would have been five. Mm-hmm. My favorite movie of 2017, <laughs> yeah. Lucky. Poor form, guys. <laughs> All right, let's get into our second game here, which is... Wait a minute. Don't I know you from somewhere? Where both teams have three actors or actresses and the other team has to guess what is their four known for movies on their IMDb page. Guys, you got the first question last time. We'll answer first this time and Dean will go first for this one. All right, your first actor is a... I, I, I guess he's still technically a part of the MCU, but not really. Ed Norton. Ed Norton. Former Hulk. Okay. I'll take... Just just in a little bit of pressure here, Dean. It's like your second favourite actor of all time, is it? <laughs> yeah, something <laughs> like that. Okay. Oh. All right. I'll go Fight Club. No. Primal Fear. Primal Fear, yes. American History X. Yes. Okay. What about... i got one really random one I want to say, but... I'm just thinking if I've missed anything really obvious. I don't think it's Hulk because you mentioned it, and I think that would be a well, an interesting strategy at least. But well, they, they, well maybe it's a real Princess Bride situation. It very well trying could to trick be. you, the little uh, <laughs> little mind games. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go one he directed that I feel like could be there. Uh, okay, I'm gonna say Keeping the Faith. 
Oh, I would have said Birdman. I am. That is wow. unbelievable that you got that. Wow, you got I it. am so surprised, dude. <laughs> Holy oh, shit. Wow. Uh, yes, that is the first one listed, actually. And uh-huh. the one that you missed was Birdman. Oh, well, there you go. So there you that, go. I mean, uh, keeping the faith, I'm kind of blown away. Right now. That should count as three. No, <laughs> count as one, Jay. What are you doing? What are you doing, Jay? <laughs> because he, uh, he, yeah, he, he directed it. So I guess that shoots it to the top. I, I don't know how IMDb works. Yeah. Well, that, that was my thought. Oh, good hit. Have you seen Keeping the Faith, Ender? No. It's weird. All <laughs> it right. Is a, it is a movie. It is a movie. It is a movie. That is true. All right. Who wants to go first out of you guys? I'll go. All right, Ryan. Yeah, take it. All right. Uh, your first actor is Vin Diesel. Oh, God. Um. <laughs> I bet he gets that a lot. <laughs> no, The Rock gets that probably more. Um. Okay. Fast Five? No. Oh, wow. Oh, God. Wow. Wow. Okay, the best movie in the franchise. Okay, see how we're gonna play this. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. Interesting. Right. Interesting. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with this one, Jay. Just trust me on this. I I, I doubt it, but I'm gonna go with it. Ryan, you just single-handedly won the trivia. You uh, you're. Good. <laughs> I have carp lunch. <laughs> okay. You. Okay. Yeah. Uh, saving, uh, saving Private Ryan. <laughs> just, just for the record, he was ninety-five percent of the way to saying Saving Ryan's Private. <laughs> I was so <laughs> close. We're away. I'm so so tired right now, guys. I've had <laughs> a really rough day. Uh, saving Private Ryan is not on there. What? Neither is Saving Ryan's Privates. <laughs> oh damn it! That was my last choice. Um, hmm. Hmm. I mean. I'll just go with the original Fast and Furious. The Fast and the Furious? That is on there. Okay. Nice. Chronicles okay. of Riddick. <laughs> no. no. The ones you missed were Fast and Furious 7. What? Weird. <laughs> and Triple X. Ah, Triple X. Fast and Furious 7 was the highest grossing one, so that kind of makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Fast 5, though. Come on. What are you doing, IMDb? Come on. We say we say that at least once a game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying it right now. Like, that's ridiculous. Fast Five's the best. All right. We're on three. You guys are on two. Let's see if I can extend this lead. All right, Ryan. Give it to him. All right. Your actress is Julianne Moore. Boogie Nights. That is incorrect. Mm. Still Alice. That is correct. Nice. Good pull. Man, how can I not think of a Julianne Moore film? God, there's so many... Um, jeez. Can you not think of any movies or you just don't want to... No, I'm struggling to just pinpoint a movie. Okay. Great actress. Oh, yeah. Really not showing her any respect right now, Hinder. (laughs) So many good movies. She's been in a ton. But which one? Way to rub it in, Ryan. I like the competitive (laughs) nature. (laughs) I play for keeps, guys. I play for keeps. Especially after I just embarrassed myself. Thank you very much. Jeez, what is wrong with me? Well, I can think of one, but I just don't think that would be on there. <laughs> yeah, where do you start? <laughs> wow, this is embarrassing. At least I admit it. Uh, I really don't think this is this is it. Children of Men. Nope, that is not. Uh, that was a waste. That's that's a good movie. What's she known for? 
And once again, we're happy to have you on the first 24-hour IMDb <laughs> uh, <laughs> journey movie marathon. I mean, donations can be made to 555. 555. <laughs> uh, Magnolia. That is incorrect. The four films are still Alice, which you got correct. And then the hours, the kids are all right, and map to the stars. Jeez. Yeah. It's a tough one. Yeah. I would. You give me three more guesses, I probably wouldn't have got them. Didn't even have Those Lebowski on there. Those were tough. Didn't even have Lebowski on there. Man. Okay. I'm, nope. I'm doing quite shit today. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So we're so on Thanks four. for that, yeah. Red I oh, know. <laughs> All right, Jay, you're up. Bring it. Jet Lee. <laughs> Jet Lee. Holy cow. <laughs> Even I'm over here like, uh, what are you going to do with whoa. that, Jay? Okay. Um, the one. Yes. All right. That's about my Jet Lee knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I legitimately like am gonna embarrass myself here. I'm having horrible flashbacks to when I went Ofer on Val Kilmer. Uh, <laughs> although I got one at least. God, what is Jet Li in? Movies. Jet Li. Mm-hmm. Jet Li. That's the man's name. Boy, oh boy. I I legitimately might have to punt and just be done. Oh nice. Oh my god. <laughs> no. I'm not doing it yet. I'm not doing it yet, but there's a there's a decent chance that that's what I have to end up doing. I'm getting really excited over here. <laughs> I'm not a uh, martial martial arts films are, are far from my expertise. <sighs> Jet Lee. Man, oh man. I'm trying to envision him on movie posters and I can't. I mean, is he in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? Is that your guess? That's my guess. No. Why would you think he would be in that movie? Yeah. <laughs> what do you? Because he does martial arts. Ah. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay, Jay. I'm so sorry I brought him on today. I was just completely embarrassed. I'm so sorry, JD, Brendan. It's. it's Is he in? Um, very eye-opening for me today. Uh, oh my gosh! I'm so mad. On, you know he's in movies. Oh. I am so mad. You think you're mad? Um, <laughs> I'm um, oh, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Oh. Sounds like you were done five minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, it does. That's Pretty the much. shade over here. <laughs> Have we I, already I gotta, forgotten your Julian Moore? I gotta make myself feel better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay. The three you missed were Unleashed. Sure. <laughs> uh, fearless. And the last one was Romeo Must Die. Oh. All right, yeah, we would have been here all day, and I wouldn't have gotten any of those. So I'm, I'm glad that I uh, spared you guys from uh, from the wait. That's a bona fide classic, Romeo Must Die. How did you not know that, Jay? Ryan, how many of those would, have you, would you have gotten? Probably two, which is one better than you got. Yeah, we, we did our trial before this, and I, I got one. The oh. one. All right, well, that was unfair. So... Um, <laughs> Now it is time for your final IMDb who's who or where do I know you from? Correct. Uh, this is one of our finest living actors. Mm-hmm. He peaked in the 90s um, and unfortunately has been off the scene for a while. I speak, of course, of the legendary Polly Shore. Jeez, man, Polly Shore is not big in Australia at all. <laughs> I, don't, I legit Uh-oh. don't know who that is. Okay, so we're going to... Con- well, I'm going to converse here because Dean's got no idea. Is he, is he in this stoner movie? He's in Biodome. He's in something else. Uh, he's probably in something else as well. God, give me Jet Li. 
<laughs> we we have to lock lock in Biodome. Mate, like, you can say whatever words all right, you Biodome want. Biodome is the first and probably only pick. That's Biodome that's correct. is correct. Okay. We've done well. Yeah. <laughs> wow, okay. Holly Shore uh, apparently I, lost in translation over overseas. There is another film that I can picture the poster on, but I have no idea what it is called, and that is my Holy Shore knowledge. So, is it like 90s comedies? Comedies is a broad statement. Is is he in a movie with Brendan Fraser? Could be. Um, I think he's early 90s, this guy. Is he is he in a movie where he's like plays two, oh, two people? Wait a minute, I've got another one. Plays two characters? Could, he could. Uh, I'm pretty sure this could be one. Encino Man? Encino Man is correct. That's what? Brendan Fraser, isn't it? No, that's Paulie Shaw. That's two for two. Thinking. Is Brendan Fraser in Encino Man? He is, yes. He yeah, plays that's a caveman. That okay. Uh, okay, so this two, I'm, I'm stoked for two. Yeah, that's this, really uh, this, good. This other one, I... That's more than I got for Jet Li. <laughs> I know this poster. Like, I, I I can picture this poster, but no idea what the title is. Just, if you can picture it, just read the words. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> Man, I, I, I think I'm tapping out as well. How dare you? What you your, have what let you me got? down. <laughs> what do you got? For the last time. <laughs> Yeah, no, I got no idea. No, we're out. We're done. All right. All right. The last two are Polly Shore is Dead and Son-in-Law, which is one where he has a pitchfork with uh, miraculously Winona Ryder. So uh, Winona Ryder, that must have been after she got in trouble for robbing that jewelry store. Because <laughs> uh, that, that's no place you want to be on a poster with Polly Shore. I think the poster I was remembering, he was like standing above all the buildings. Like he's this giant dude. I, that might not even be him. I think you're thinking of the Howard Stern. That's movie. the one. Yeah, that is the one. So I'm yeah, private I'm, parts. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That is the one. All right, cool. I'm happy with two. Okay. All right. So we're down three. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are on three, and we are on mm. six. All right. Let's sweep the board. Yes. Yep. Sweep the board, guys. No okay, pressure. Don't. Please don't. <laughs> Your final actor is Jason Segel. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, Ryan, let's think through this. Forgetting Sarah Marshall is there. Yes? Oh, Siegel. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's got to That's gotta be there, right? All right, we'll go ahead and, and knock out Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Correct. Okay. All right. The Muppet movie? Okay. Like the first one? He wrote music Ooh, and everything, the Mu- right? The, uh, the, the Muppets, the Muppets. Yeah, the Muppets. I, I like that one. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to say that. The Muppets. Correct. Oh, oh here, we here, go. Go. here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Right, okay. Right. He's in all those. He's oh, in all those Apatow movies. I love you, man. Ooh. It's him and Rudd. Like they're the lead. I like where your head's at. He's the co-lead in that one. Yeah. All right. I love you, man. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. That's that's messed up because that movie's a classic. <sighs> um, but uh, oh, no problem. No, no um, Wait. Would one of these not be a movie and it'd be How I Met Your Mother? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. They don't like to do. Um, they don't do TV shows much for movie people. Mm. He's been in Knocked Up. Mm. This is Forty. He was in. He was in. Uh, um, the, what was that? The the end of the tour, right? With him and Eisenberg. Yes, and end of yep, end of the tour. I could see that he is in, yeah. but that's too small. It's too small. Oh, that's too but, small. Yeah, but that's a critically acclaimed film that he was in, so I could see that. But I could see Knocked Up. I could see Knocked Up in there. Uh, uh, he's in that movie with Emily Blunt too. Um, oh, uh, the uh, oh, the five, five year, year engagement. engagement? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he wrote that I think with Nick Stoller, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. 
Was he in This Is The End? Um, I think he was, but like it's like he's like one of the people that die in the beginning. I think okay. he's like at the party. Right. So oh, God. <laughs> Come on, that movie's been out for a long time. Give me a break. <laughs> I was gonna watch that tonight. It's actually like, come on, like if you were going to see Jason Siegel in that movie, like prioritize, okay? Like, all right, all right, Ryan, which which one do you put your your money on? I mean, I'm, I would say the five year engagement or Knocked Up, one of those two. It's got to be one of the Apatow comedies. I I want to say Knocked Up. Okay, I, I'll, if we lose this, I'll blame you, but that's fine. So, you know, all right, we'll Ryan, you you say it, you of say course, it, but, Lock the, it but, you, but make me say it. Okay, that's fine. Is it? Knocked up? No. Oh, it was. If five year well, engagement is on there, I'm leaving. Uh, one of them you missed was Sex Tape. Oh, with oh. him and Cameron Diaz. Yeah. Yes, yes. What a forgettable film. <laughs> the other one is one that neither Hendo or I had heard of, and you guys just casually name dropped The End of the Tour. God! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No! <laughs> You know oh, that movie man, that's too so small? Indie. We are an indie podcast, Jay. <laughs> oh, that uh, hurts. That hurts. Yeah. <laughs> that hurts. Oh, that hurts Sorry. so much. Sorry times for the third time, I guess. I'm really uh, I'm really blowing it. So, and by the way, when you say y'all just casually moved by, no, 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 no. I said it in Jay Cashman. <laughs> Let's just put that out there for the record, folks. For the record. Dang it, Ledbetter. No, I'm very happy with that result. We got a six to your five. So this is great. We go into the uh, yeah the draft even. Yeah, we love it when we uh, head into the draft with a tie because uh, we'll let the listeners decide who's going to win this one. So, guys, what have you gone with for this draft? So, after... Much back and forth. A lot of talking. We, uh, a lot of talking. Yeah, a lot, a lot of talking. Now we're going to have the first IMDb Mondo draft, I think is what um, <laughs> what we're going to settle on here. So we wanted to do something Avengers themed, and we started out by talking about movies starring Avengers that aren't MCU movies, and, and that became like way too subjective, like what is a starring movie and what isn't. Like is, is Paul Rudd one of the stars of... Uh, knocked up for example we couldn't really hmm. it, it was it was it was a little ambiguous and so what we decided to do after chatting back and forth was uh we're just gonna take the 20 biggest avengers heroes it's insane that they have that many i think there's i think we settled on 23 potential people total yeah i think it was like and 22 we're 23 gonna, and we're gonna pick 10 apiece if they were in the movie at all it counts so you you pick a movie that any of the Avengers actors have been in, and then after that, you cannot pick a movie that that actor was in again. That yeah, sound about we, right? We, yeah, we did also say that if you pick a film that two uh, Avengers or so have been in, you stipulate which one you're selecting, and, and then that person gets wiped off the board. Bingo. Yep. Excellent. All right. All right. And yeah, wow. this is a 10-movie draft. Massive. And I'll just... Just want to casually throw out there that it's going to feel good beating the fantasy movie draft, 80s movie king, Mr. J. Better, when we do it. Well, you know what? Uh, you, you know, the, the, one of the big reasons I won that one was because I was just marketing like hell, and I cannot do that again. So, um, he, uh, you know, I'm going to let the people decide by themselves here. Uh, he yes, would and, uh, not I, stop I, texting me for the two <laughs> weeks, it felt like. I... I've lost sleep. Over it was a, it was a close. It was a close, close battle there. I won by one percent. Very proud to have beaten Gidget, who is uh, really the marketing guru of Twitter. Yes. Um, 
And so that that was huge. That was a lot of fun. And uh, so now I will, I, I will say, Jay, I did I did uh, I did vote for you in all three of those rounds, but unfortunately, I cannot yes. do that today. <laughs> uh, well, you, I mean, you could. I mean, you we should. Could, we could also I mean, we could we could say in good faith that we will vote for each other. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll hold your word to it then, won't I? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to. I'm crossing my fingers <laughs> for sure, I mean, but uh, I'd like to trick you into doing it. Uh, you will not. <laughs> all right, guys, who do you want to go first, Eddie? You guys or us? I'll, I'll go first. We want to go first. Uh, yeah, and Ryan will go first. Okay, let's take it away, Ryan. All right. Uh, I mean, it's the obvious number one pick. Um, I'm going to take Pulp Fiction with Mr. Samuel L. Jackson. That's it. Terrible first pick. Oh, terrible first pick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. Sure. I'm sure it's a no, really no, bad fa- pick. Fantastic, fantastic first pick, Ryan. <laughs> you did well. Thank you. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, who wants to go? You want to take... You, you go first. Doesn't matter. We got. We're picking the same each round. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sure. I'll go first. I will take Saving Private Ryan and obviously Vin Diesel. Who's that? He oh. is Groot. Oh, well, well, well. I was no. I was serious. I was wondering who Vin Diesel was. <laughs> <laughs> didn't Didn't you save Saving Private Ryan in the Vin Diesel round before? No. Pretty sure he said something else. If you're <laughs> pretty sure I said something else, I'm gonna just own it at this point because that's what a good person would do. My pick: I'm gonna take Mark Ruffalo off the board with Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, nice. Okay. All right. All right. Jay, you know what to do. Um. Yes, I think I am going to go with. I'm going to take Robert Downey Jr. off the board with Zodiac. Good man. Okay. Okay. I'm looking at the board here, folks. Jay, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to do this pick. You know, I'm not a big fan of this movie as many okay. people know. But I will take Bradley Cooper's A Star is Born. Nice. It's a good one. A movie I quite I quite like. Yes. We know, Jay. <laughs> yeah, everyone listening knows everything about us. I yeah. forget our loyal following yeah. that listens yeah, to every exactly. other podcast. They know. They know. <laughs> they know well, through I the force. I certainly hope so. <laughs> yeah, they know through <laughs> the force. Okay, I'm going to take uh, Scarlett Johansson off the board with The Prestige. Mm. Oh, nice. Nice. Not the best film to take with her, but good choice. Yeah, but I'm going to use my Chris Pratt piece here and go with her. Oh, that's right. He is in that I movie. totally <laughs> forgot he was in that. Very nice. There is strategy. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. All right. I like that. That was, uh, that was cheeky. All right. <laughs> I am going to take uh, Drax off the board. Dave Bautista's gone. I'm taking Blade Runner 2049. Good choice. All right. I'm going to take Chris Evans off the board. And Jay, I'm going to go with a different pick than probably okay. what you're thinking. Uh, yeah, you're going with Lucky. Yeah, Lucky. <laughs> no, I'm not <laughs> going with that film. I'm going to go with Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Cool. I like it. Okay. I'm going to take Brie Larson and I'm going to take Room. Okay. A little prestige. I like that. You got the prestige and the prestige film. <laughs> uh, ooh. I'm going to go a different route here. I'm going to take a comedy 
And let's take oh. Paul Rudd off the board <laughs> and let's go Anchorman. Damn it. Oh, Damn it. That's exactly what I was about to pick. Dang it. Nice. Alrighty. Um, okay. I'm going to pick with the heart here and pick one of my absolute favorite movies. No. Don Cheadle no. is coming off the board. Paul Thomas Anderson's Boogie Nights is the pick. All right. Cool. I can I can deal with that, Jay. I did not know where you were going with that. <laughs> I did not know. Boogie Nights, classic. I did not know where he was going. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Chris Hemsworth, and I'm going to take Cabin in the Woods. Cool. Interesting. Cool. All right. It is a great movie. Not the Hemsworth I would have taken. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Terrible mm, pick. <laughs> mm, no. <laughs> pretty, pretty sure that's a great film. Oh, not denying it. I just thought there was a, a different one there that could have gone. All right. I'm going to take... Yeah, I'm going to take uh, Benedict Cumberbatch off the board with 12 Years a Slave. Ah, oh, good pick. It's a good pick. Hmm. Yeah, oh, man. Okay. I'm going to take... Zoe Saldana off the board and go Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Did not remember she is in yeah, that, but she, I will take your word for it. She's in that movie. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with my second Denis Villeneuve film. I'm taking Hawkeye off the board, Jeremy Renner in Arrival. Good pick. Good pick. <sighs> okay. What do we got left here? I'm going to take Anthony Mackie. And I'm going to take Catherine Bigelow's The Hurt Locker. Very good. That's, I, li- I yeah, like it. I that's like good. it. That's a good one. All right, Dane, what are you going with? Mm. It's getting a little thin. Yes. Definitely. I'll take Elizabeth Olsen in Wind River. Oh. Okay. All right, this is our last pick. Well, my last pick. Oh, boy. Um, hmm. I'm going to take Sebastian Stan off the board. I'm going to pick The Martian. Okay. Saw that coming. (laughs) Good one. Man, okay. Who boy. Is this the last pick? Yes. This is, this is, we each have one, right? Or is this the last, last one? Nah, the very last pick. I'm the last one? Yeah. Okay. All right. Make a smart choice Um, here, Jay. Oh, boy. I am going to try and make a smart choice and not go with the one that I love, Mm. but go with it different one I'm going to take Master and Commander Paul Bettany cool (laughs) 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 alright interesting list great list actually cool list yeah that was that was cool I liked that one Uh, our Avengers have assembled that's right let's see what these lists are you guys have Pulp Fiction Zodiac A Star Is Born Blade Runner 2049 Scott Pilgrim vs. The World Boogie Nights Cabin in the Woods Arrival The Hurt Locker and Master and Commander and we have Saving Private Ryan Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind The Prestige Her Room Anchorman 12 Years a Slave Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, Wind River, and The Martian. All right. That was some good lists. That is. It's going to be a good one. Those Avengers, they've been in some good flicks. Oh, yeah. Now, we will release this draft 24 hours after the episode, and as usual, it will be a blind movie draft. It's going to be interesting to see how people base their votes. Some people just go, oh, I like that one movie, so I'm going to vote that person. Mm -hmm. It's a lot uh, of movies to look at. Ten is a lot to sift through. That's right. And, uh, yeah, there's no pandering this time, Jay, so we'll see how you go on a blind draft. <laughs> that's true. That's true. 
<laughs> Look, I had to fight pandering with pandering, okay? Uh, that's true. That's true. Okay. So that's going to do it. Guys, thank you so much for today. That, that was, was heaps that of fun. Was, that was really good. Yeah, thank y'all. Yeah, thank you guys so it was, much for uh, having us It was great to be on the, the first uh, uh, IMDb Journey for a Cure, 24-hour <laughs> podcast marathon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. it's um, I was sweating bullets after that first round, but uh, we, we came back, and now it's, we'll let the listeners decide. I'm, I'm happy with that. Those are the most fun ones, yeah. That'll Absolutely. Be All right, guys, where can the listeners find you? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Ryan McQuaid 77 and, of course, I do Extra Film with Jay, and I do Chasing the Gold. And that can be all found uh, at InSessionFilm.com. Yeah. Uh, and you can find me, I guess, personally on Twitter at Mr. J. Ledbetter and go listen to In Session Film and all their shows and go read everything at InSessionFilm.com. Absolutely. Highly endorsed by us over here, too. Awesome. All right. Once again, thank you very much, guys. And we'll talk to you soon. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot. All right. Now it's time for... That's my question! The question, jerk! We asked you, what is your favorite Batman movie? First one here from Garrett Wright, The Dark Knight, easily, but I will always have a soft spot for Mask of the Phantasm. Next up from the cinema guys, The Dark Knight is a fantastic film, but the two I revisit more often are The 89 Batman and Mask of the Phantasm. Both of these will always have a special place in my heart. Here's one from Kate. I know The Dark Knight is everyone's favourite for some reason, but I prefer Batman the Movie 1966. Interesting. Two peas on a pod, says The Dark Knight. Here's one from Old Man Jonesy. Mask of the Phantasm, except no substitutes. Frederick Lopez says Batman 89. Here's a different one from Spielberg Wally, the Lego Batman movie. That is different. Another different one here from Suck My Fanfic Podcast. I know everyone is saying and will say The Dark Knight, but Under the Red Hood is so damn good. Hmm. Have you seen Under the Red Hood? I have. It's very good. Pretty sure you made me watch it. Well, I did write by you. And our last one here on Twitter from Is a Pizza, The Dark Knight. That movie changed my life. All right, moving on over to Facebook. First up from the lovely wife, Brittany. Batman returns for her fond childhood memories. Okie doke. Here's one from Drew Hallam from the Real Feels podcast. Under the Red Hood is pretty amazing. Next up from Matt Ward, the boring, obvious answer is The Dark Knight. It's one of my top five favourite films ever. Here's one from our lovely patron Paul at the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews podcast. The Dark Knight by longer than the length of the line attached to the bat grappling hook. So that's a long line. That's oddly specific. (laughs) Next up, we got some uh, comedy gold here from Dipak Patel, <laughs> Batman and Robin. Not. <laughs> it has to be The Dark Knight. And our last one here from Chris Waldridge. Let's not overthink this. It's The Dark Knight. And let's head over to our Patreon for our lovely patrons' answers. First one here from Dan Brennick. The Dark Knight is near perfection. Next up from Ben Mulverhill. This may be controversial, but I'd say The Dark Knight is the best. Hot take, mate. Hot take. Here's one from Chris Beardsall. Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Had it on a VHS as a kid and damn near wore out the tape. The film still holds up today and I revisit it at least once every couple of years. Last one here from Hayden Gerloff. The Dark Knight. And let's take a look at the poll we put up on Twitter. 5% went to Mask of the Phantasm. 14% to Batman Begins. 28% went to The 89 Batman. And obviously, 53% went to The Dark Knight. I kind of thought it would have had more than 53%. Well, let's see where The Dark Knight goes on our top five Batman films. Let's. All right, mate. Let's start it off with you, as usual. What is your number five Batman film? The Dark Knight Returns. Returns. I was was waiting for the word. Yes. What is your number five? The Dark Knight Rises. Oh. That is my number four, The Dark Knight Rises. Okay, that's all right. My number four is The Lego Batman Movie. Really? Yes, really. What, you got a problem with that, mate? Better than The Dark Knight Rises. Yes. 
Yes, it is. <laughs> you are so I wrong. I have problems with the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, you are so wrong. All right, my number three, Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah, okay. My number three is The Dark Knight Returns. Very nice. My number two is The Dark Knight, for <gasps> real. <laughs> no, we know. You like Batman Begins better. Yes, I do. Well, my number two is Batman Begins. And obviously, my number one is Batman Begins. And my number one is The Dark Knight. There we go. I do love Mask of the Phantom. In fact, all these films, I would five star. These yeah, are all fantastic. I would not. <laughs> I wouldn't think any less from you, mate. Good. For someone who loves Batman so much, surely you have at least five five-star films. And for next week's question of the week, since we're doing Monty Python and the Holy Grail, we're going to go with what is your favourite British comedy film? Yeah, it should be a lot of laughs. A lot of British laughs. Wow. What? <laughs> that was, okay, not your best, not your best accent. Not my worst, though. Well, it's not saying much. <laughs> There's this tournament. Let the tournament begin! All right, Dean, let's take a look at the final four in our best 1960s film tournament. Yes, we're at the arse end now, so what do we got, Hendo? Our first match here, we had the good, the bad, and the ugly take out Dr. Strangelove with a 55% victory. Mm, very close. And in the second round, we had Psycho up against 2001 A Space Odyssey, and Psycho ended up winning with 58%. Was that the one you were shocked about? Yeah, I, I don't know. I kind of felt like 2001 was going to get it. No, I thought Psycho. Why would you say that? Because you pick, you picked Psycho in the in the bracket draft, didn't you? Yeah, for me. But oh, Okay, fair enough. No, Psycho won. I picked it as well. Awesome, nice. awesome. All right, so that's going to mean our grand final is the number one seed, the good, the bad, and the ugly, against the number two seed, Psycho. <laughs> Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> was it like that for the 50s? Do you no, remember? No, no. This is the only. This is the first time we've had the one and the two seed go okay. against each other. I'm looking forward to the 70s, just to jump ahead a, a little bit. Well, why don't we finish the 60s first? I'm just I'm keen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take one more break here, give you a couple of promos from some other awesome podcasts out there, and we'll be back on the other side with what else we've been watching. Hey, Topher, I was doing an etymology search because, well, who needs a reason? Turns out watch comes from the proto-Germanic word watchen, meaning be awake. Interesting if true, Billy. So our podcast, We Watched a Thing, really just means we stayed awake for something. Uh, yeah, or at least most of it. Well, having been awake is about all the credentials we can really lay claim to when it comes to talking about movies. Speak for yourself, I've got legit IMDB credit. Well, all the visual effects experience in the world doesn't change the fact that you found passengers so emotionally touching that you cried. Oh yeah, taste guidelines from the cameraman who likes Jedi more than Empire, really? Ewoks are the best. Are they? Yes. And if you, dear listener, feel there aren't enough semi-informed cinematic opinions in your life, then a weekly dose of We Watched a Thing is for you. We Watched a Thing. We stay awake in everything. Find us at wewatchedathing.com or on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else good podcasts are found. Hey listeners, we just want to take a quick second here to thank you all for taking the time out of your day to come and listen to us banter on about movies and all things movie related. Yeah, it really does mean a lot to the both of us. We're always looking to improve our show to get our name out there and there's a couple of ways you can help us. Yeah, one of the easiest ways is to just get the word of mouth out there. You know, let your family and friends know about the show and where they can find us, which is pretty much everywhere. Places like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and another personal favourite of mine, CastBox. 
And if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can contact us on Twitter at twitter.com slash imdbjourney, our Facebook page at facebook.com slash imdbjourney, or you can email us at imdbjourney at gmail.com. Exactly. Another way to help us out is to leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes for us. Or if you're really loving the content and are looking for more, why not check out our Patreon where we post another weekly show breaking down films not on the IMDb Top 250 list. Yeah, that's right. What have we got coming up this week, Hendo? Well, Dean, we're getting close to the end of our X-Men film series, but we've got a little fourth ball breaking to do with Deadpool. Yes, we do. Something completely different. Just just on the verge of being in the X-Men franchise, I would say. But uh, no, it, it, def- it qualifies for Oh, it, def- it definitely counts. So, yeah, it should be good. Yeah, we'd just like to give a shout-out as well to our two new patrons, Brian Grabanowski and Brianna Petty. Thank you so much for joining the crew. Do not know how much we appreciate it. So, really, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Yeah, we hope you enjoy all the extra content you now have. Absolutely. So, if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, head on over to patreon.com slash imdbjourney and check out the myriad of rewards and benefits we have to offer. Hey, guys, check out NowThatImOlder.com every Thursday for a brand new episode of the podcast, Now That I'm Older. It's a show about how getting older sucks but can be awesome at the exact same time with your host, Shane Smith. Woo! Wheeling, dealing! Limousine, right! Jet flying! Son of a gun! And Ken Baldwin. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. We talk about things that happened to us when we were younger. We talk about some random news stories, and we basically just sit around and shoot the shit. So check out NowThatImOlder.com every Thursday for a brand new episode. Thanks a lot. All right, before we get into what else we've been watching, just a quick reminder that we will not be spoiling the following films. So if you haven't had a chance to see them yet, do not fear. And with that being said, let's get into... The good. The bad. All right, Dean, I'm dying to know... (laughs) How many movies have you seen in the last two weeks? Hey, hey, I have been busy working and being a uh, loving family man. Two weeks. I have seen two movies. I mean, that's, that's, oh my God. No, I. You're letting the team down. I've been watching footy, okay? Footy's not on seven days a week. Uh, <laughs> we're actually in a period of, I think, 11 days. Out of the 11 days, only one day does not have footy on. It's not on 24-7. Well, I've also been getting into Mad Men again. No, lift your game. And, and, after uh, my brother Shane was uh, listening to our patron-exclusive episode on Days of Future Past, he was talking so much about the animated series, I actually went back and watched X-Men, the animated series, uh, Days of Future Past, which was exciting for me. You're watching the wrong stuff. Well, nothing is grabbing me. Like, honestly, there is, it's not like... Jeez. I'm just refusing to watch movies. I'm just, nothing is just wanting my attention. Now, I've seen 16, so I'll do the majority of the talking here, will I? Please do. Okay, well, my worst film of the fortnight is a Netflix film called The Silence. Do you know anything about this film? Yeah, of course. Uh, directed by Scorsese, obviously. Got some Liam Neeson in there. Uh, the Hacksaw Ridge guy. Yeah, I've seen it, actually. This is your worst film? Let me read a quick plot to you and see if this reminds you of another film. Okay. With the world under attack by deadly creatures who hunt by sound, a deaf teen and her family seek refuge outside the city and encounter a mysterious cult. Hold on, hold on. I thought you said this was called The Silence. Yeah. Not a quiet place. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm so serious. Wow. Yeah. Is this like one of those, you know, degrade? 
Oh, mate. Like, um, you know, the ones that have the same poster and similar yeah, titles from, like, the to try and trick people into watching it? It may as well have been. This does t- Stanley Tucci. Oh, really? Yeah. As, uh, from um, most recent uh, gems as Patient Zero. Remember that one? I do, actually. I saw that one. The good for me with this film is... The bad is... <laughs> is the silences. <laughs> The bad is that it is obviously a quiet place ripoff and it doesn't hold anything back about trying to hide that. It clearly is. It's got horrid effects. Uh, I mean, I'm just going to stop there. Like, is it not meant to have horror effects? Horrid. <laughs> Terrible effects. It's just a boring story. I mean, I'm, I'm going to stop there. It is a horrible film. One star. Right, here's a review of The Silence from the cinema guys. The Silence should be dragged away by the flying pterodactyl bats and never heard from again. All right, on to your number 15 film, Hendo. A Dog's Way Home. Ah, <laughs> you saw it. I did see it. I watched it with the kids. I watched it with my eldest daughter. The good thing about this film is that I did like the emotional ending. Yeah, it was emotional. Yeah. But it's corny emotional, but yeah. The bad with this is, yeah, that CGI is- Isn't it horrid? Horrid. <laughs> it's mixed with like real life dog and then it cuts to CGI dog and it's horrid. The uh, the voiceover gets super annoying. Like you said, it, it talks like it's a baby. Yeah. Yeah, very annoying. One and a half stars. Okay. All right, my number 14 is another Netflix film, The Perfect Date. Okay, I was close to watching that. Nah, you can skip this one. What? Yeah. You, you believe who it? want me to watch more movies don't <laughs> want me to watch this film I was considering watching? The good about this film is that it, it was light and it's innocent. Like it's Oh, a, I love light and innocent. Light and innocent, yeah. It's what you used to be like, wasn't it? <laughs> Shots fired. The bad with this is that I've basically forgotten everything about it already. It's that forgettable. And that's a two-star film. All right, here's a review from Colby Mack. I rather liked it. Definitely Netflix has this genre down. Many studios abandon the teen college rom-com, and I'm glad at least these stories have a place, and this was well done. All right, on to my number 13, which is another Netflix documentary. They're going through these remastered documentaries at the moment, and I happen to catch The Miami Showband Massacre. Oh, I've never heard of this. It's, uh... What's it about? Is it about a massacre? It is. Ambushed by Ulster loyalists, three members of the Miami Showband were killed in Northern Ireland in 1975. Was the crime linked to the government? You find that out in the documentary. Is three murders a massacre? Yeah, sure. In Ireland it is. Well, good, I guess. <laughs> ah, it sounds low for a massacre. I'm no expert, but clearly you are. You've just seen the documentary. Yeah. The good thing about this documentary is that it is an interesting story when it starts out. The bad thing about this one is that it's just done in such a generic documentary style. I just quickly got bored with it and tuned out about halfway through it. So two stars. All right, Hendo, watch your number 12 film. Another Netflix film. Man, you love Netflix, eh? It's easy access to films. Bad films, I'd say, but films nonetheless. Definitely helps when you're in a movie-watching challenge, I'll tell you that. Hmm. Apparently not, actually. I'm so far bloody behind. (laughs) (laughs) Someone great. Heard of this one? No. It isn't about an aspiring music journalist who lands her dream job and is about to move to San Francisco when her boyfriend of nine years decides to call it quits. How dare he? (laughs) Nah, but the good thing I liked about this film was that there is actually some solid scenes of relationship drama. Like, it feels real, what they're going through, and their acting during these relationship scenes is very, very good. Lakeith Stanfield is the boyfriend. He's very, very good in this film. Nice, I do like him. The bad with this film is, in the end, it is just another generic Netflix rom-com and offers nothing new whatsoever. So, it just misses the mark for me. It's two and a half stars. Okay. That brings me to my number 11, which is the first of two films the patrons have given me over the last two weeks, West Side Story. And how did you go with West Side Story? Clearly not that great because it's quite low. I had two and a half on the last one, so we're in recommend now. Oh, you recommend West Side Story? I do recommend West Side Story. The good with this is the Romeo and Juliet style story, which 
while taking a bit to get into it, really takes a stranglehold towards, say, the halfway mark and makes for an overall compelling watch. The bad for me, there's too much singing and dancing. Is it non-stop? <laughs> Not non-stop, but there is definitely scenes where once it starts, it takes a while before it finishes. Mm. And three stars. Not like you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Low blow. Give me some ice for that burn. <laughs> All right, on to my number 10, Blazing Saddles. Yeah, I think this is one that I haven't seen. Yeah, I hadn't seen this one either. The good with this film, it is it is very funny a majority of the time. Is it? Yeah, it still is holds a comedy a dated? A lot of the comedy is dated, but the stuff that's not dated is actually quite funny. The bad is, when it's not funny, it's really not funny. Like, there's a lot of hits and misses. When it misses, it misses hard, and it hurts the film for doing that. So it gets a three-star for me. All right, here's a review for Blazing Saddles from the Tom Hanks Defense Force. Blazing Saddles is a timeless classic. I don't think I'd go that far. Might have, to, might have something to do with the fact I've just seen it now. Maybe, but you look at, I don't know, comedies. I guess comedies are very much of the time, more than probably any other genre. Yeah, completely completely agree. All right, on to my number nine film, which is The Upside. Ah, I've seen this one. <laughs> you are not qualified for this position. The buckle, buckle! Have you ever changed a catheter? No. Pinch the head, insert. Mm. I can't feel it. Oh, well, I can. You want to feed your soul? Then listen to its clean. Think, think, think about what you're trying to do to me. It's amazing, isn't it? Sound just like it. Yeah, it's uncanny. Why don't you tell us about it, Dean? Why do you why do you like it? Why is it why is it like up at number two for you? I don't know. It's, this is my number one. Whoa! <laughs> Big call. <laughs> Uh, okay, so The Upside, for those of you that don't know, is a direct remake of the French film Intouchables. Yep. Which is very highly regarded. It's on the IMDb Top 250. I think it's in the Top 50. Oh, wow, that is high. Mm. Okay. So the good for me for this is that it is a good story, and it is genuinely a touching take between an unlikely real-life couple. Cranston and Kevin Hart mm. actually were good. Yeah, Kevin I, Hart was. I think this is Kevin Hart's best. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't disagree with that. He was surprisingly good in this film. He's not over the top, Kevin Hart. He's just very mellow, and it works for him. Yeah, he's trying. Yeah, Cranston's good too. Cranston, yeah, but that's that's no surprise. Um, the bad for me is it's just a completely unnecessary mm. Hollywood remake of a great foreign film. The original is better and feels more genuine. This one doesn't quite hit the home run that the original does. So, yeah. just pointless remake. That's the bad for me. The, the the original is so much better. Just go watch the original. Yeah, and you can't help if you've seen the original to think that when you watch this. But I imagine a lot of people seeing this probably haven't seen the original, maybe. If you've seen this and you enjoyed it, then go watch the original and you'll love that more. Mm. So, overall for me, it gets three stars. Same for me. All right, we've got a review here from Mike Seibert. I enjoyed this way more than I was anticipating, or that I should have. I would recommend. And I'm not a Kevin Hart fan, but he really is pretty good here. Hmm, can't disagree with that. Next up, from Always a Critic Movie Podcast, the remake of the 2011 French film falls flat, even when Brian Cranston and Kevin Hart are providing humour and charm. And lastly, from Corey Tatum, I had zero expectations of liking this film, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's not extremely original or profound acting, but it's just so sweet and enjoyable. The film had heart, smart comedy, and great balance. Now I need to see the original. Definitely watch the original, Corey. Definitely. All right, on to my number eight film, which is Grand Piano. Ah, yes, the Elijah Wood. That's right. 
piano movie. Yes. <laughs> written by Damien Chazelle. I remember giving this to you last year to watch. Yeah, yeah. Purely on that. Yeah. I think I gave it two and a half stars, maybe three. Something like that. And the good for me is the tension is high through a majority of this film. As for no one who doesn't know what this, for anyone who doesn't know what this is about, guy playing a piano has to play. He's got a sniper on him. He needs to play the right notes. That's basically the premise yep, of it. Yep. The bad is John Cusack. He does not make a good villain whatsoever. I just remember the ending being horrifically bad. Yeah, uh, it really, really falls flat towards the end. But I, but overall, the tension gives it this three stars. Very good. Number seven, Hendo. My number seven film is Unicorn Store. You have come to the store, kids. And I am the salesman. Behold, we sell what you need. Unicorns? That was the only thing I ever wanted. If I have one brought here, I have to know that you're for real. <sighs> ah, yes, the uh, the Brie Larson vehicle. Now, is this a new film? It was made, and I, I think it went to the festivals in 2017, but it got picked up by Netflix recently, so it's, it's been released this year. Definitely strategic releasing here. Well, starring Samuel L. Jackson as well. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't know this was 2017 originally. Like, oh, yeah, got the, both of them do that. Wow, this was two years before Captain Marvel? That's crazy. Yeah. The good for this film is that it's it's cute, it's fresh, it's unique, it's charming. It's it's a very same with like what I said about the perfect date, light and fluffy. I fluffy. guess fluffy. It's it's an easy watch. It's something different. I know you like unique films. I do. The bad for me is that I wish the ending was actually more ambiguous. I think it the way it finishes gives you a clear cut answer, and I wish they didn't do that. I wish they kept it open. And for me, three and a half stars. Okay, that's better than I would have expected. Maybe I'll watch that one. Do it. All right, number six, Hendo, what do you got? My number six is a comedy from six years ago that I just missed, that I didn't want to watch because I, I didn't think it looked funny. Where the Millers. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Surprisingly funny. Yeah, uh, it's not bad. And that is the good, like, because I didn't expect anything going into this film and was definitely surprised by how much I laughed. And Jennifer Aniston is smoking hot in this. <laughs> okay. Probably the best of her, like, career. Really? Yeah. Nah, Friends is uh, the way to go. The bad for me is that Ed Helms is in this film, and I find him so irritating. <laughs> and I think this was around the time that I just watched The Hangover again, and he's in that, and I just I just cannot get on board with his, his humour, especially in this film. He's such a dick in this film. <laughs> okay. Three and a half stars for me. Okay, here's a review for Where the Millers from Two Guys on Friday podcast. Great movie with a fantastic ending. The makeout scene in the motorhome is one of the funniest of all time. Big call. Which brings me to my number five. Another comedy that I hadn't seen, but this one is a much older comedy that I should have seen a long time ago. Caddyshack. Oh, okay. Caddyshack, yeah. This film, uh, if I uh, remember co- correctly, did let me down a bit. Well, I don't know what I was expecting coming into this film. I heard it's like very funny. It's a classic 80s comedy. It's about golf. It's got Rodney Dangerfield in it. Yeah. The good for me is that there are so many like late 70s comedic powerhouses all shining in this film. And the good thing is they never try to overstep each other. They they have their own moments. They work together when they're on the same shot together. It, it really works with these you know awesome comedians doing their thing. The bad for me is that I actually wish there was a bit more bit more cohesion to it. I just feel like it was just sporadic. Like this is happening here, this is happening here, and nothing really mingled. Yep. And overall, three and a half stars. Okay. Okay, we're getting close to the end now. Number four, Hendo. Damn. Friday. Ah, nice, nice. I'm glad you watched it. Yeah, I'm I mean, glad it was you there. enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. It was good fun. Um, the good Isn't for it me- funny. How funny is the dad at the start? The good for me is that aside from being quite funny, 
it actually I actually really liked the serious ending that happened. I thought it it had some good lessons that everyone learned and kind of balanced out that humor. Yeah, I, I don't agree with that. I um wasn't as Ooh, big okay. a fan God. of the third act, but um, I'm glad you liked it. Cool. The bad for me is that it does take a while for anything to even remotely happen in this film. See, I didn't mind that. That was very, very Clerks-like. There's a movie you love where you're not so much looking at story, it's just how these characters react and interact with each other. Well, I had to pick a bad. There was <laughs> three and a half stars for me. I, I quite enjoyed it. Here's a review from the Coming Off The Reels podcast. Not so much a review, more of a story. There was one summer where my friends and I watched Friday almost every single day. I can't remember what I had for dinner last week, but I can still recite that entire movie line for line. Every day is, uh, I would say impressive, but I think that's bordering on hmm, stupidity. <laughs> Top three, Hendo, what do you got? My number three is Fruitvale Station. Mm. Another film I got you to watch a while ago. Yeah, yeah. True story. Yeah, indeed. Kugler. Michael B. Jordan, of course. Of course. And that's my good. Michael B. Jordan. He nails this movie. He's fantastic in this movie. Very, very good. The bad for me, I guess knowing where it was going, some scenes felt a little bit forced to me. Yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad though, that they start the film with the ending. So it is a true story. So you can't really go in spoiled, but no. yeah, it's it's interesting. No, but overall, four stars for me. Wow. All right, Dean, we're into our top two. Can you believe it? Hey, I might actually go here. So my number two film is The Professor and the Bat, the Madman. The Batman. The Batman. It was a recent film, isn't it? I believe it's got uh, Sean Penn and uh, Mel Gibson. And bearded Mel Gibson, yeah. Bearded Mel Gibson, hey? Quite a contrast from the mustachio Mel Gibson from last week. Which <laughs> it is. So this is, this is a movie basically about- People writing the dictionary, the Oxford Dictionary. Oh, that sounds riveting. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. And the only reason I watched it was because Mel Gibson and Sean Penn was in it. Can you imagine the script? What's the script of this? They're just from the dictionary. Here you go. <laughs> Sold. And for me, the good is actually Mel Gibson. He carries this film and keeps it afloat. Sean Penn is um, the madman and it's, I don't know, it's a bit over the top. Bad for me, but... Unfortunately, this story just is not that exciting. I mean, it's about as exciting as a story would be about a guy literally <laughs> writing the dictionary. You're always going to have a hard time selling that. It's, it just didn't do enough to drive the story forward for me. So, overall, I give it two stars. Yeah, I will not be watching that. Well, my number two is a film that I, I've been meaning to watch for a while. I just never got around to it. Evil Dead 2. Jesus. Have you seen Evil? You haven't seen the first one, have you? No, I haven't. Okay. Evil Dead 2 is quite revered as a like a cult classic 80s film. Horror. Horror comedy. Okay. It's it's hardly scary. The good for me is that it takes the concept from the first Evil Dead, which is definitely more horror, and adds more of the wacky element to it. So it, this is better than the first one? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. They, the Evil Dead 2 is essentially the first movie again, but done with a comedic like slapstick part to it. Literally- it's Different cast? No. Well, it's got Bruce Campbell, yeah. who's the main guy from the first one. He's the main guy in the second and the third one. Yeah. And it's essentially the first 15 minutes of the film is just a wacky reshoot of The Evil Dead. And then it continues on from there. It's like the story straight after what happens. He is really good in this movie in terms of his, in terms of his commitment to his, uh, using his body to- for Really embracing the role. Yeah, like he does all these- stunts by himself like he at one point he has a possessed hand and it's like the hand's trying to like liar liar 
Yeah, exactly. And the hand's trying to attack him, and he's doing like front flips and landing on the ground, and he's really, really like good. Jim Carrey and Lila. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the bad with this film is that everyone else besides Bruce Campbell is completely forgettable in this film. They are just background noise. And Does he fight people with a lawnmower in this? No, that's brain dead. That's huh. a Peter Jackson movie. Does he have chainsaw arms? He has, yeah, he gets a chainsaw arm in this, and yeah. he has a shotgun. I feel like I've seen clips on YouTube. Well, the third movie, Army of Darkness, is more around that, which I'm going to be talking about on the next Bobby Pop because I'll be watching that soon. But for me, Evil Dead 2 gets four stars. Okay. All right, Dean, we've already heard your number one film. Wasn't hard, was it? No, not close. (laughs) My number one film is, for the second episode in a row, it's a film the patrons have given me, In Bruges. Have you seen In Bruges? I've tried like three times. It's it's not for me. It is for you. It's not. I can't get through it. It's very dull. Wow, it's not dull at all. It's witty, snappy, it balances shocking violence with hilarious moments too. It's I had a great time with this film. There's a lot of good to this film. If I'm going to say a bad, I wish there was more Ray Fiennes. More of him. More. He's awesome in this film. Okay. I really love this. Colin Farrell is on his A game. A four-star film for me. Great pick. Great pick, patrons. Mm, okay. And that's going to do it. Thank yep. you very much to Jay and Ryan from In Session Film for coming on and giving us a solid battle. Definitely solid. Very close there. Yeah, interested to see this draft. I think this is going to be neck and neck. Well, hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> so next week, we're going to be giving you a bonus episode of Avengers Endgame. Once we go see it, we'll release that. But our main breakdown is going to be Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Can't wait to check that one out and get our thoughts. Yep, can't wait for all those stupid Americans to listen to that episode. <laughs> No? Getting in, no, getting in early? That, that was a good impersonation of the French in the film. Yes. <laughs> All right. So thank you very much, listeners. We will see you next week for Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Bye. Bye.